Well, I am with uh, my friend Benjamin today, and uh, Benjamin, thanks for being with us. Um, We are sharing with a a missionary team, uh, my missionary friends that are all over, uh, yours and mine, and we want to encourage them. We want to give different ideas, um, information, inspiration, a lot of different things that uh, maybe that you say or that is questioned that might spur an idea, a spark in their mind for ministry or family or different things. So I want to I want to start off, Benjamin, and this will be conversational. Um, I want to start off with you asking, um, you grew up in Brazil, correct? correct. Yes. Um, your wife is actually from Brazil. Yes. You met her. She's the real um, Brazilian. She's the real, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, both of you, so when you left, you left the city you guys were in, and you moved, I think you said eight, nine hours away? Correct, yes. Okay, to serve in a ministry there. And then from there, so that was maybe culture shock. I think mm-hmm. you even told me it was stronger culture shock than coming to the U.S. Is yes. that right? Yes, Okay. Sure. Um Now, when you left from there, then you came even to the United States, another culture shock. So anyway, mm-hmm. let's unpack that a little bit. How did you, because um, from there, it was city to city, Portuguese to Portuguese. Mm-hmm. From here, coming from there to the U.S., and your it was Portuguese to English. Yes, uh, you were able to do it, but you also and your wife has a wonderful attitude. Um, learned English great. I mean, now you've got three precious girls that you know. So, how did you help your wife through that? How did you get through those culture adjustments? How did you help your wife through it? So, let's begin right there. From let's go from city to city in Brazil and the culture shock that came in that. Yeah, so uh, when we moved, uh, we got married in a city there in uh, Brazil, and then a year and a half later, uh, we ended up. I ended up taking the pastorate of a church up in uh, Rio. So we moved from from a state to another state, and uh, the city or the the state of Rio is very different than the rest of Brazil. Brazil has very uh, distinct pockets all around, huge country, and uh, kind of like here in. Here in the states, you have these different cultures every place you go. Um, so when we moved to Rio, uh, it was something completely different from that I had ever lived in, and my wife had ever lived in. She always lived in São Paulo, and um, and now we were somewhere else. And so when we arrived there, uh, we didn't really expect to um, really feel any culture shock whatsoever. Uh, well, we were very surprised. <laughs> uh, just the way people act, the way people live, the way people do things in Rio is uh, extremely different uh, than the way people do things in Sao Paulo. Uh, prices are completely different as well, and that dictates a lot of uh, how people act and how sure. what people do. Um, so it was it was it was very much a transition period going from one city or one state to another, and um, and then it was also all the ministry. I, I went from helping start a church plant. My wife and I were helping on a church plant uh, to pastoring full-time, and I was studying full-time as well. I was in college doing full-time Bible college online, and I was pastoring full-time and uh, had all that ministry stuff dumped on me at one time, and uh, I really wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared for that, and uh, so it was a lot of culture stuff, a lot of a lot of work things, and uh, so it was uh, the first month wasn't it wasn't very good at all. Uh, it was pretty miserable. And uh, so we, uh, but we got, uh, we made some decisions and um, we decided, first of all, we're not going to quit. Uh, that was our first thing that we decided, my wife and I. Um, second of, second thing that, that we decided was that we were going to take one day. That's good. Uh, one day a week was going to be our family day. Uh, I'm, we, we decided that right off the bat. And um, we, you know, we we had to, 
Uh, it was just so much on us mm-hmm. and so much on my wife. We had a six month old child. And, um, so, so we did that uh, Mondays were our beach days. You know, we, we lived <laughs> close to that. We li- lived about 15 minutes from the beach oh, and, nice. uh, and we said, you know, phones off going to the beach. We're going to spend a few hours there. And yeah. that's what we did pretty much every Monday. Um, and just, just went off, got out of stuff and, and spent time together, which is crucial to our marriage. Yeah. Uh, and because of all the pressures on the outside, everything would pressure your marriage as well. Right. Um, so I, I can't, I can't stress enough how important those times were, mm-hmm. uh, for adapting to the culture, uh, and to the, to the way people did things, uh, as well as for our marriage, um, uh, trials, um, culture shock, everything is going to, um, either build you or, or destroy you. Sure. And, uh, so you're going to have to decide which one of those things it's going to be, uh, and plan for that. And so we, we planned and saying we did everything right. We didn't do everything right. I look back (laughs) now and, uh, I'm like, good night. I had no idea what I was doing and I would probably do all of that differently. Uh, but I'm thankful that that did bring us through that did help us. And that did adapt. And, And at the end of the year, um, you know, we were, we loved, we loved it. We loved the people. We loved the, uh, we loved the, the culture, the way things people did things. Um, my wife even said I was speaking like them. And uh, if you know any type of uh, differences in languages, like kind of here, like here in the South, people, everyone else like, oh, you got a Southern accent. You know, I was picking up their accent. My wife's like, stop, stop doing that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you pick up those things. So it was a transition period. And okay, so how really did good. you, Benjamin, if I could ask, how did you go from um, – being, you know, culture shock, punch in the face, like this is so weird. Everybody, pace of life, you know, finances, people, personalities, everything's so new. And then you became almost like them mm-hmm. in your your speech and the way that things were done. How, fill us in on that that little area. Yeah, so uh, I I had to get a routine down. I had to get a routine schedule. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what was going to happen around me. Uh, obviously, there, there would be things that you weren't expecting that you would have mm-hmm. to adapt to. But I, as much as possible, I did the same things. Uh, right. You know, I created that routine. I got what I need to do done. And um, and then I, I started to be with the people as much as possible. Um, I would go out visiting. I would go out to people's houses. Okay. I would sit down in their houses. I would listen to them talk. And I would start, like, trying to understand, well, why do they do this and why do they do that? Right. Um, and you know, it's just, it was just very different. We lived in, sure. a, when we moved to, to Rio, uh, it was an extremely poor pay, place, uh, extremely dangerous place. And, uh, when you start putting all those things together, uh, you're like, well, I now I understand why the people do this. Now right. that we had during our time there, we had, uh, three people robbed at gunpoint, uh, probably not farther than 50 yards from our church. Wow. Uh, we're, we're, we lived right there next to the church. Mm-hmm. So from our house. And, uh, when you start putting all those things together, you're like, wow, now I know why people don't walk after dark very much. Uh, and people at our church, they walked to church. Uh, right. so it was like, that's why we do things. So earlier. what did you do to not let fear paralyze you and get you to not go out and uh, maybe tell other people, invite people? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, a few different things. Uh, one of uh, one of the things we did was uh, realize that we're in the center of God's will. Sure. You know, so if you're if you're where God wants you to be, it doesn't matter how many armed guards, robbers, mm-hmm. thieves or what it is. You're going to be OK. Uh, you're going to be OK. Uh, but things that we did do is uh, we did limit our 
night leaving sure. from wherever we're at, try to do things during the day like everyone else did. Right. Um, and uh, you know, we just kind of adapted the way people did things. Sure. We did things. That's and uh, good, and good. so uh, not that we didn't have any run-ins. Yeah. Um, I was going up on to, to visit a, a lady and uh, a couple of the people uh, from the church. It was a, it was a, um, a widow and uh, another another family I was going to visit up on top of the mountain. Uh, and uh, we call it the mountain, but it was just tons of houses built <laughs> on top of that thing. And uh, it's a shantytown. As I was driving up through there, I didn't realize that another uh, another group of, of criminals had kind of taken over that, that area. Huh. And as I was going up through there, I had a guy jump out in front of me waving a gun. And I was driving a truck, and I was like, Oh, I'm not stopping. <laughs> and I just put my head down and kept on going. Uh, and the, the truck wasn't mine. I, I couldn't lose it. And I just kept on going and drove past. And uh, <laughs> I thought, dear Lord, keep me safe and uh, give me back to my family. So I drove back up and on top. I knew that if I got on top, the people up there would protect me. Right. And uh, and they did. I went inside. They said, "How, Pastor? How did you get up here?" I said, <laughs> "I just kept driving." <laughs> and uh, so awesome. so I got up on top and. Um, <laughs> And I was okay. I got back down. And from then on, those guys kind of let me through. They were just yeah. like, well, I guess he's that crazy. <laughs> you can just go through. Uh, but God kept me safe through that. And I wouldn't necessarily recommend that for everyone. But uh, God kept us safe uh, through that. And uh, after I came back down, I told my wife, I said, hey, the things are, are, are kind of dangerous right now. There's yeah. just kind of a feud going on. And... Um, and she said, well, we need to you know, make, take some extra measures yeah. of protection. And, and you do that. You keep your wife safe. You, you no. keep her, um, you know, and, and then you also, you need to be constantly in prayer. Yeah, uh, and God will keep you safe and amen. God will keep you through those things. So I think it's interesting, uh, Benjamin, that you said you made some decisions beforehand. And those decisions dictated your actions. Um, like even in marriage, you know, we decide uh, we're not going to say divorce. Divorce is not an option or we're not going to, you know, whatever that you decide there, how you're going to discipline the kids, how you're going to make. So you make those decisions. They dictate that we've got to work this out. We've got mm-hmm. you made that decision of we're not leaving or we're following God or until God shows. I think that's great. OK, so you went. That's culture shock number phase. Number one, yeah. <laughs> phase number two was now you uproot and uh you come to the United States, bring yes. your wife. Now, did your wife grow up speaking English or? No, no, no. Uh, she didn't grow up speaking English at all. Uh, they say they have English in schools there, but they really don't. <laughs> uh, not anything whatsoever. My wife, when she arrived in the States, you could say, hi, hello, uh, thank you, Merry Christmas. We're, coming, we're, we're close to Christmas time when we arrived. And uh, so she, she knew a few things like that, but, but nothing more than yeah. that. Uh, so uh, when we moved back to the States, um, this year we've been married seven years, and we've moved seven times. We lived in seven wow. different places, uh, so we moved, you know, constantly moving. So we moved from Brazil to the states in 2019, and when we got here, you know, I could speak the language. Uh, obviously, culture was different. I'm very Brazilian and uh, the way I do things, and, and that's just where I grew up. Uh, but I did have some of the American culture because my parents, you know, they're sure, American, sure. and so I was able to adapt when we came back uh, pretty fairly quickly. And, uh, but my wife, you know, she didn't speak English, uh, week into coming back to the States, I was working full time. So I was gone during the day, uh, every day. And, uh, my wife was by herself with a, uh, with a one-year-old child. And, uh, you know, she had to, uh, decide, am I going to hide out in the house and not learn anything and just be in my comfort zone? Or am I going to, um, am I going to push myself? And my wife was very determined and, uh, I didn't push her. 
Uh, I encouraged her, but she did it on her own. Uh, she would take me to work, and uh, we only had one vehicle. So she took me to work, dropped me off. I would work, and she would stay with the vehicle. And I would remember, like, two weeks into my job, my wife would call me, and I picked up the phone, like, and I'd be like, uh, hello. Uh, and she'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm out. I'm like, where are you at? And she'd be like, oh, I'm in such and such a city. I'm like, you're an hour and a half from the house. Like, what are, what are you doing? She's like, I'm, I'm just going to stores. And I'm like, okay, like, are you buying it? She's like, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to talk to people. And she would go and she would get stuff off the nice. racks and then she would take it to the lady that was in the store and she would try to ask stuff. And then <laughs> after a while, she'd go back and put stuff up and, and leave. But she would try to talk to people. And, uh, and then in the church, you know, we were going to to, to our church and, and she would try to speak to people and uh, it was very difficult. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It was very difficult. Uh, we'd come back from, from church on Sundays, Wednesdays, whenever we were at, uh, Saturdays we worked with the youth and, and we'd come back and many times my wife would say, I just don't want you to speak in English with me. I've had enough English for today. And so it was just Portuguese the rest of the ride back. And, and we did that, but gradually that changed. Gradually that changed. Amen. And today... Uh, it's amazing how much we switched from English to Portuguese, Portuguese to English. It's just very natural for us to do. Yeah. And you can do it. My wife never went to language school. Uh, she just learned by being with people. Yeah. And she does an amazing job. That's wonderful. Now, I see there's kind of two sides, as you said, of that. One, your wife's uh, determination or adventurous spirit, like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this. And then there was the other side that... Um, you're going to encourage her and help her uh, down the road. So we've only got a couple minutes before we close out this segment. Maybe you can, uh, you know, you're getting ready to make another phase number three in culture (laughs) to getting ready to go to Albania. Brand new language for both of you and uh, another culture. But you've seen God um, do it a couple different times already. How can you say maybe some words of encouragement or of challenge to all of our missionary friends that are out there? and by the way, culture is not just a one-time, well, I got over it. It could be, you know, I've been here for seven years, and Lord have mercy, now it's driving me nuts, you know? And so what are some words of encouragement when you get, you know, that culture nails you in the face? Maybe some last words that you can give to encourage our friends, one, to keep going, or two, to help your spouse through mm-hmm. it, uh, whatever you think. Yeah, uh, so one of the things I would say in the last few seconds I have, uh, when things that you don't like in the culture like there's specific things, uh, try to do those things. You know, the things that you don't like, if you if you force yourself to do those things, um, it's amazing what you can like if you make a decision to like those things. Um, just very quick example. My dad hated sweet tea. He grew up in the South, but he hated sweet tea. He started a deputation, and they would go everywhere, and everyone would serve him sweet tea. My dad made a decision, I'm going to learn to drink sweet tea. And he learned, he forced himself to drink it. Today he loves sweet tea. Huh. Um, it's a decision and yeah. you can get through it and God does give us grace. Yeah. Amen. You know, a lot of things in life are a, a mental battle, right? You know, like, uh, um, whether we didn't grow up eating it or liking it or the things that were out of our comfort zone. Right. And so, um, I appreciate your attitude and, uh, that's great. And, uh, missionary friends that are listening, thank you one for your time and, uh, thank you for listening. And I pray that something that was said, uh, maybe God will use it as a little spark in your heart, uh, to continue on to the next stage that God has for you. Thank you very much, Benjamin. Hey, thank you.